Hi, everybody. I hope everybody's doing well out there. This is the first of our COVID convos, and I am joined today with my friend via Skype, Bailey Kilmer. Hi, Bailey. Hi. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Where Where are you exactly, Bailey? That is a great question. Okay. I am yeah. in my van. Wow. Up in Alaska. <laughs> Um, where in Alaska are you, is your van currently parked? In, in Anchorage. Okay. And we are at, we're at a little park cause I wanted to bring you a little glimpse of some snow. I don't know if you can see it there. I can see some The snow, listeners yeah. can for sure see it. Yeah. Yeah. The listeners heard. Yeah. They're yeah. totally entrapped by all the snow they can see. Um, so I think like for a lot of people, we're trying to figure out what, life is like what's going on what life is like and so how are things in anchorage alaska well as everyone knows alaska has about 20 people total so (laughs) uh no i think what's good about alaska is the lower 48 kind of got on board with it about a week before like we started seeing anything Uh uh like, and so we clamped down around the same time, but we were delayed in, in all the effects of it. So we have a lot fewer cases than like the lower 48, just cause we were able to clamp down a little bit earlier with the hunker. Right. So and, a lot of the similar stuff as Seattle, I think is what I, we're doing. I assume I, I, I know so little about Alaska. Like I was telling uh, a friend of mine years ago when they told me they were from Anchorage that like. To me, Alaska is like, it almost feels like it might as well be Antarctica to me. Like, it feels like it's just like barren ice for like miles and miles and miles. And then there's like one city amongst like what I imagine to be like just, like I said, like barren Iceland. And then there's Anchorage. And then maybe like, you know, 40 miles away, there's like a smaller town. I know that's wrong, but that's how I picture Alaska. But I, I figure it's, it's a little not, more, it's a little more sparse than like yeah, for instance in New York. Off. Yeah, it is a little bit more sparse than New York. And I feel like you're not too far off. There's so much land. I mean, like just even Denali National Park is like what, the biggest national park, just because of the amount of sheer land that it has. But mm-hmm. yeah. And what was interesting, so like right when Right when I think all the sports teams shut down, clearly I follow all yeah, the sports. It sounds like it affected uh, you really bad. You know what? It didn't at all because <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that I was following at the time was the Iditarod, and that is the one sporting event that at least I know of that was still going on because it's just people crossing all that barren land from Anchorage all the way to Nome. And, you know, I was checking every morning. I checked checked it every night. Uh-huh. Followed my little my little green guy, and uh, <laughs> what a thrilling what a thrilling thing to follow. Yeah, it it really was. And there was a there was a bike race actually following the same the same I did around trail uh, over that period of time. So really, that was probably the most avid sports watching that I've done. And, it was a thrill for sure. Oh, for sure. It sounds it sounds awesome. Um, so what what without 
the like you were saying all these sports you follow so closely that have shut down what what are you doing to pass the time in alaska uh another great question i'm still working um what do you, what do, you it, do it is a little bit more. uh i fly cargo airplanes um for the air force that's cool so so the air force is still working uh as one would hope uh, yes. <laughs> uh so missions missions haven't really been affected they've been slowed down a little bit but it's it's more just like high priority things that are going out now and we don't really go into the office as much just like a couple people are in the office so i'm really enjoying this time period because it's a little bit more relaxed than like, last year i was probably on the road like greater than 250 days out of the year. Wow. Uh, so being being home is great. And the missions that we're doing now, oh, like some of them are in support of the COVID. So like we got to bring some medical people uh, places where they needed to be uh, to help out with the situation. So at least from that standpoint, it's been pretty impactful. Wow, that's really awesome. Yeah. But during the home time, I've been sewing up a storm. Let me tell you. Oh, geez. <laughs> we need to get... I have my project right here. I've been sewing some curtains for the van. Nice. That's that's an engineering struggle as well for me. They don't quite have straight lines, you know? <laughs> I, I think I think that's fine. <laughs> are you so are you are you living in your van right now? Uh no. It it's right now it's getting to the time where I'm gonna start. So May first is my is my wannabe move in date. Just because it, it's been so cold throughout the winter that my little heater can't really keep up. Right. But now it's like in the forties and it gets down to like thirty at night, which is totally doable. Uh-huh. And then comes summer. Ooh, you're gonna be living living it up. Ooh, baby. We so in Seattle we've had like 64 degree weather days which has been like great because now i'm in short like we went from like rain and like pretty like around 40 like maybe three weeks ago to like 64 and like i i wore a tank top outside yesterday i wore shorts It, it is it's so great and like obviously being stuck indoors and being quarantined in is not ideal for anybody but i (laughs) like to have it have been so nice out has been like a nice excuse for people to get out and walk and get Um, some exercise outside and i'm curious like what are 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 people doing the same over there too like are people getting out and walking in the 40 degree weather (laughs) actually yeah and i would say even even throughout the whole winter, really, people are out. That's that's kind of what I love about Anchorage people mm-hmm. is that I'd say in, in the last two weeks, I've gone fat tire biking like every other day. There's there's some really good trails that are a mile from my house and you can just go tear it up for an hour, uh-huh. be outside for a bit, even in the cold, but you're working, so it's fine. That's cool. And then when you... When you bail off your bike, you just land in a snow pile, so it's not too bad. <laughs> that's, that's, I guess that's an added advantage. It's like a, a like a, a 
a nice comfy mat everywhere you go. Yeah, until there's a tree underneath the nice comfy mat. That's only happened once. <laughs> I guess that's uh, yeah. I didn't really think about the hidden trees under the snow. That's a that is a potential danger all the time. <laughs> So, like, what uh, are there any? Hmm, are there any like tips you want to share with people? Something that you feel like you have used to like cope with this? I mean, uh, it's great that your job has not been affected all that much, um, but like, is there something that you have done or something you recommend people do to kind of like pass the time? Something that they you you feel like has helped you get through this that you want other to impart on other people? I would say the it's such a cool period of time to me because it generates so much conversation like this i feel like i'm talking to more people now than i was before like we never really talked andrew well we had uh (laughs) we had a very wonderful conversation at a bar once but other than that yeah we haven't really (laughs) talked before (laughs) but but i think it's such a it's such a unifying thing that you can go talk about and and that's fun it's fun to be able to connect with people across the world, uh, you know, or reconnect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, one, thing, one thing that we've been doing is doing virtual game nights. Yeah. We've done like three or four of them. And you can really adapt a lot of games to be able to do it. Like last night we played Scategories. And it's great. Everyone's at their own house, so you can drink whatever you want. And you just play Scategories. Yeah. <laughs> And it's a grand old time. We uh, we had like a, a virtual game night with some friends the other night for someone's birthday. We played like draw, like on Zoom. They will like, I mean, you can share screens and stuff. But like, there's so many online games that just like we never played, we never touched because like you know whatever. Why you know? Like, there's, mm. But like there, you know, yeah. we played Drawful with a bunch of friends and. Very good. And so, yeah, like, that's a good one. The ability to share screens and do that stuff is like something that I didn't really know was a thing until this happened. That like you could just share your screen and and you know the person's hosting the party, then like you just they just have to share it and you can see everybody's wonderful drawings and you know just like the accessibility of you know uh, obviously there's no great time for us all to be stuck indoors because of a pandemic, but like maybe you know best time ever you know in terms of like what we can do with each other you know like it's absolutely pretty cool like do you do you think that your social life in terms of the connections that you have with people has been hindered at all um i'd say that like the ability to, cause like I, there are people who I'd go and have like lunch with or breakfast with like maybe once a month or once every couple months, that sort of thing has been hindered, but it does, it has opened up new avenues of communication that like I just took for granted, you know, like a Skype call or, you know, even just like checking in with somebody more than once a month over text, you know, like, uh, a person who I just say like, ah, you know, like I don't need to reach out to that person. I'll see them, you know, either in like a one-on-one or a group hangout. You know, it's not that big of a deal if I don't reach out today or tomorrow instead, like, you know, it's just like, well, what, you know, like I, I don't know that I'll see this person in 18 months, you know, like, so like, you know, let's, let's just connect now over text. And so maybe, you know, I'm not trying to like, 
bombard people, you know, every day and say like, how are you doing today? How are you doing today? But, you know, sort of like check in with people and, you know, it, it has opened up this new, yeah, this new avenue of communication that I don't think we all used as much before. And, you know, yeah, I think that there's, there's been some change, you know, like there's people who I would see just sort of like off chance, maybe every three weeks or so that, you know, Mm -hmm. I just may not see for, you know, a month, six months, 18 months, you know, but you know, there's the ability to keep in touch with them through different means. So how about you? Yeah, I, I honestly don't feel like it's been too affected. There's definitely, I have this group of people that I play music with and they're kind of in, we, we've been calling it just like all oh, COVID pods where it's like, okay, they're, they're like labor and delivery nurses, like shouldn't hang out with them. Yeah. You know, they should be very sterile if you will so it's like i haven't been able to like jam with the band um but but other like i'll drive the van past places like people's houses Mm -hmm. (laughs) that sounds creepy slide the door (laughs) open just like peer to their windows and (laughs) wait till they're not home don't make a sound be very quiet and then look (laughs) in their window Yeah, pretty much. That's my life now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where my friends live. No, but I can slide the door open and, and just talk to them from that, you know. And so it's like, I feel like people enjoy that as just a, a little part of their day. Yeah. And like, I, or like, we had a, we had a, a couple neighbors. It must have been some kid's birthday down the street because, like, uh, Jelene was working in her office and I was hanging out on the couch and just suddenly like a barrage of honking happened. And I was like, who's, you know, like what obnoxious person is like getting mad on the road. And then we looked out and there's like a, what looked like a parade's worth of cars going down the street. They were just like honking for this like kid's birthday. And so they're like driving by and they're saying happy birthday and honking. And you know, it's obnoxious to like hear like 10 minutes worth of honking, but like, you know, like, people are adapting and like, I'm sure it made that kid's day that like all these friends that she has and like family came by and like honked their horns and drove their cars and said, happy birthday out the window. Like, you know, it, it is, it's not impossible to see people and like have some sort of contact and it's just, it's causing people mm-hmm. to be a more little, a little more creative obviously, but um, absolutely, yeah, it's, it's cool to see people doing what they can in this very strange time. That's a, that's a fun one. I should just go around honking at people's houses. That's a good idea. Well, you don't want to tip the free only if they're not there. Cause you don't want to tip them off that you're there to like creep in their <laughs> windows. But if you're not going to creep in their windows and go ahead and honk. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit of a creeping advice from uh, an old, an old creeper myself. Oh, you're out of the game. I'm out, you know, I got out of the game. Um, Jillian was not my wife. Jillian was not enjoying uh, where I'd like sneak out for multiple hours during the day, uh, like unaccounted for. I couldn't really tell her. So <laughs> I had to had to retire. Had to knock it off. Yeah, had to. Wow. Had to, had to put the old binoculars back in the glass case. <laughs> and um, it's, it's too bad. I was a real a real pro. But, you know, sometimes you got to give up the game. So is 
is Jill able to do a lot of work from home? She's been very lucky. Yeah, a lot of her work she's been able to do from home. She she does audit, so like a lot of you know the companies that she works for, they're still filing their you know end of the year, end of the quarter stuff. So she's been able to work from home. She has like a dedicated office room that and like uh, up and like. Up until recently, like, she's only worked, like, maybe once a month from her office. So, like, she had, like, a a crappy Ikea chair as her chair. And then, like, yesterday, her back just started seizing up. So, she, like, her dad had an old office chair at at his house. And so, she was able to get that from him. So, now she's much more comfortable working from home and being able to do that. But we've been really lucky that she has been able to do normal amount of work her her company is like they um respect her and value her a lot so we've been uh lucky in terms of her being able to keep her job and being able to stay busy uh-huh. and we have a good uh-huh. setup where i don't bother her that much so I'll, I'll send you a drum set. We'll see how that Okay, cool. Go. That'd be great. That'd be great. I Yeah, it's not through lack of trying. It's just that she's been able to tune me out. But if you could give me something that she can't ignore, that'd be really great. Yeah. Oh, gotta love Jill. She's, what a sweetheart. What a sweetheart. <laughs> um, well, Bailey, you've been very generous with your time. I don't want to take up more of your time, but uh, anything you'd like to impart to people before you go? I think I think another good item to to do over this period of time, if you do have the time, is try to try to learn something new. Pick up something new that you can learn how to do. Yeah. Preferably like an old craft skill, like like knitting to make you a better person. Like, like knitting drapes churning for butter your, for your uh, van. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Churning butter was going to be your example. <laughs> That was that was just the, the one that popped in. Yeah, because everybody has access to like uh, milk creating devices or and, yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, churning butter should okay. be the priority. That should probably. be number one. I think we're in a, a huge butter shortage in in the United States, so it'd be and great if everybody. You don't could... know what fly off the shelf next. <laughs> That's true. Nobody expected everybody to start making uh, bread, so who knows when everybody's going to start churning their or I guess if everybody's churning their own butter, then we are not going to need more butter on the shelves. But if everybody need starts, heavy cream, we need heavy cream. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So you heard it here first. <laughs> Stock up on the heavy cream. <laughs> this is Bailey's tips for life. Number one. Uh, and her <laughs> prediction for the future is that heavy cream is going to go into short supply. So stock up now, <laughs> get rid of that toilet paper, get the heavy cream. That's what they need. That's what they need. Okay. Thank you so much, Bailey. This is really fun. Thank you for having me. All right. And everybody else, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>